The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Pressure is building on RT and its Director General Kevin Backers to make the details of payments to top executives who've left the organisation to make them public. Now, we've had one payment made public, and that was to Brita O'Keefe, uh, signed off by the previous Director General, but little else. Well, I'm joined in studio by Terry Prone, Chairman of the Communications Clinic and columnist with the Irish Examiner, also on the line by David Davenpower, broadcaster, commentator, and former political correspondent with RT. Good morning and welcome to you both. Um, we'll go to you, Terry, first of all. Um, drip, drip, drip. Um, it's always damaging if things come out in dribs and drabs and it ensures that you stay on the front pages for much longer than you would like. Absolutely, but sometimes you don't have the choice. Um, The assumption is that RTE should have gathered all this stuff together and indeed uh, Fergus Finlay says this this morning that they can now do that and come out and say here's the whole kit and caboodle. But we must remember that what actually happened was an accident that caused a domino effect. Breda O'Keefe was in in front of the Oireachtas Committee. She was Miss Popularity because she was direct, straight talk and no messing. But in the middle, she just made a small mention of having gone from RTE and taken a package. And at some later stage, somebody began to pull on that loose thread and it unravelled a whole load of other packages. Now, if RTE had decided back then that they were going to, to release it all, from RTE's point of view, it would have been much better. But I don't think that anybody saw the possibility of it rolling on and on and on. And secondly, in my experience in crisis management... In a large organisation, when something like this happens, Pat, do they call in communications experts? Uh, Ah, they call in the lawyers and the lawyers tell you things that you can't do, which often run counter to telling the truth to a minister, to the public, to an Oireachtas committee. Um, in terms of what uh, Kevin Backer said there, that he has never in his career broken the law and he's not about to start now. Uh, the respect for confidentiality agreements, whether they're wisely entered into or not. I mean, that's another question, if you like. Um, but he has a point, doesn't he, that he's being badgered by various politicians to break an agreement without the consent of the other party. He's been badgered by some very specific politicians. Interestingly enough, this morning, the Daily Mail has Simon Harris asking Orti how it's going to square the circle between claiming on the one hand that they're going to be totally transparent and on the other hand, effectively moving behind the law to fail to be transparent. It's interesting, Pat, that this is not the Minister for Communications because it was very interesting. When I heard that she had summoned them in on Friday, I couldn't help remembering something that you would undoubtedly remember too, which was what Dennis Healy, the Labour Party Chancellor, said about being hauled over the carpet by Geoffrey Howe. He said it was akin to being savaged by a dead sheep. And there's an element of that because even yesterday when I was looking at the footage of Backhurst having come out for the meeting, he said the meeting was long. But the fact is that Catherine Martin never came out at the end of it and said, I want this. 
She dealt in vague generalities. I want more transparency. What does that mean? Mm. Uh, David Power, what is uh, your take on what is unfolding here uh, where the politicians are uh, demanding details of packages that at the time, wisely or unwisely, were, uh, were entered into on a confidential basis? Well, I mean, there seems to be a narrative that Rory Coveney should have been sacked without compensation, which would have been grossly unfair if he were left to carry the can for the toy show, the musical, while people that had backed it to the hilt like uh, D. Forbes and in particular Moya Doherty walk away into the sunset. Rory Coveney has his own rights. I think Kevin Backhurst is completely correct when he says if they had gone to the WRC, it would have ended up costing RT a great deal more uh, than the $200,000 that is suggested to have cost. Uh, So I think there's a a good deal of hypocrisy too on the part of the papers. The Irish Independent, of course, uh, famously has entered into multi-million euro confidential settlements, uh, which it doesn't divulge in relation to data breaches. The Irish Times uh, made undisclosed payouts to its managing director and uh, its uh, former editor when they left, I think, last year. The staff have been looking for details of that. So there's a bit of double standards going on here. But the fact of the matter is, RTE is in is a, a publicly funded body, and I absolutely accept it's, diff- it's different from, uh, from other entities. But having said all that, um, I think that there's likely to be more uh, emerging from RTE. It's a big, complex organisation that was very badly run in the past. Uh, Kevin Backhurst has some control over his own domain, but he has no control over what happened under D. Forbes and Moya Doherty. And who knows what's going to tumble out? I, I strongly suspect there will be more. Mm. Now, w- when you talk about people riding off into the sunset, I mean, Moya Doherty's term was complete. Uh, and uh, as you probably were aware, she was ill for much of the latter part of her term as chairman <coughs> of RTE. Uh, D. Forbes was effectively fired by Shuni Rahal. Well, in, in fact, D. Forbes had come to the end of her term as well. But no, I but she I was thought... not allowed to serve out the last weeks of her term. She was summarily fired by uh, Shuni Rahla. Yes, but um, b- both Moya Doherty and D. Forbes have been reluctant to give an account of themselves, a full account of themselves in front of various committees. Um, I mean, the last revelations showed that Moya Doherty in particular uh, was a firm backer of Toy Show the Musical, even when her her, co- her colleague of uh, 25 years, Julian Benson, suggested that it might have to be pulled. So, you know, I mean, it's not just uh, Rory Coveney uh, who is carrying the can for this. And, uh, you know, I think there's an element of the witch hunt about the whole thing. But unfortunately for Kevin Backhurst, I don't think the story mm. is over by now, any means. If, if you were one of those people who's been called uh, to come before these committees... Uh, and you have said thus far no, and they have not used or sought extra powers of compelability yet. I mean, what would your attitude, based on the performance thus far by the committees, would you be uh, rushing into a hearing? I can see what you're getting at, Pat, and you're completely right. I mean, you have to, the behaviour of some TDs at the committees has been very, very discourteous and downright disgraceful in some cases. Uh, I, I, I can quite understand why people would be reluctant to appear. But I mean, there, 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 is, there, is, there is an element of accountability in public life uh, that needs to, be, it needs to be respected. And I, I, I think it's wrong that people are, uh, notwithstanding the bad behaviour 
of some people on uh, the various committees. I think it's wrong that people are refusing to uh, give an account of themselves. I think uh, for an important organisation like RT, the stakes are too high. Uh, Terry, what, what do you uh, make of you know people saying, I'm not going in? Uh, and why should I? Uh, and in fact, even when you look at people like Rory Coveney uh, and all of this surrounding him, there is an argument that says what they've now done to him yes. uh, has damaged him terribly. The reputation damage to Rory Coveney is huge and it seems to have been one of the consequences that Backhurst was trying to avoid because of his sense that there were a lot more people involved in Toy Show the Musical than simply Rory Coveney who had given RTE 16 good years. But it's very interesting, Pat, there's a difference here. Moya Doherty was egging to get in and appeared several times um, before the toy show, the musical issue surfaced. Once it surfaced, she suddenly became unavailable. That's not accountability. That's a different kind of presence and absence. Then secondly, Rory Coveney has said that he did, I think, nine hours in front of the committee before. So he has been accountable and it's doubtful that he could give that much Mm. more. The key issue is D Forbes, that D Forbes can simply walk away from a situation where she was the hub out of which all the spokes of disaster seem to have come, that she can walk away and simply produce uh, six arts is a dangerous precedent. Um, it's also a dangerous precedent to, to be saying, I don't respect your six art. You know, if someone is Th- sick... That's absolutely true, You know, true, you can't yes. be saying... Because I, I would know Jim Jennings, for example, for years. Jim and has he's had very, Ill. very serious conditions. And yet, you know, where's Jim Jennings? Yes, There's no way that Jim Jennings should be appearing before a committee until and if he returns to full That's health. absolutely true. But I made the point in an examiner piece on, on Monday that if you were in the judicial system, it's a judge who looks at the evidence of your illness and decides, no... Um, you may have all these underlying conditions or overlying conditions. You still will pitch up on this day and be answerable. Um, but sometimes they don't. Some sometimes they don't decide that. No, but I mean sometimes they literally are not fit to. I mean we can oh, think yes, of a certain yes. building society head, for example, who was going to be taken before the courts, etc., etc., and it just didn't happen. And the but that's because the judicial system says, okay, we are satisfied with the evidence of this person's incompetence. There doesn't seem to be a system within the public service that uh, is parallel to that. Um, There is much uh, talk about whether or not uh, Kevin Backhurst had said there was no payoff to uh, Coveney going out the door. Anyway, this is uh, what Kevin Backhurst told Fionn Sheehan about uh, Coveney's payoff at an RT press briefing on July the 10th of last year. Well, the confidentiality was cited by Mr Coveney for the last eight months for not disclosing what was lost by yeah. RTE on sure. a massive project, yeah, look, 2.2 2 gonna... million. So I think people are titled to know yeah. the person who presided over that, did he get a payment going out the door? He didn't get a, no, he didn't get a payment going out the door, but he is entitled, as other people are, to, you know... 
statutory level kind of payments when they leave an organisation. So why have you resigned? I'm not going to go into more detail about individuals. But if you resigned, why is he entitled to any payment? I'm sorry, I'm not going to go. There's an arrangement when people leave. I'm not going to go into the individual details of that. It's not fair. There's also GDPR laws that apply to this, and I'm not going to break those laws either. But it sounds like the same sort of garbage excuses that were being cited by RTE for the last eight months to not divulge financial details. I'm trying to be as transparent as I can. Okay, uh, what do you make of that exchange, Terry? I think that uh, Backhurst, I think that may have been his first official day on the job. And he was trying, he, he was like somebody walking into a war zone. The issue that he raises of a statutory entitlement speaks to an assumption that if somebody, as he saw it, was getting out of the way to allow him to put in a new team, it was fair that he get something in response to that. But then this has become muddied by statements that it was actually a redundancy. But that is the only way in which, I mean, in the private sector, people negotiate. We want to get rid of Executive A or Executive B. Pay them off, get them out of the place and they'll keep quiet. That's the the way it might be done in the private sector. And no one would ever know. The board might have some sort of questions at the AGM. But by and large, that's how it's done. What has subsequently emerged is that uh, Kevin Backhurst is maintaining that this is a redundancy because the position, you don't make people redundant, you make positions redundant. This position is gone and therefore under some redundancy terms, they calculate a payment and that's what he got. And fair dues to Backhurst for coming up with that approach. But it does have two issues appended. One is that... If it was a redundancy and if they recoup the money within a year and if somebody else was able to take on the function without any increase in their payment, what the hell was the man doing in the first place? Was it a real job? Um, in other this, words, is there complete overmanagement but no accountability within the organisation? I then, mean, we see this. All the complaints about the HSE, the same. You've got loads of managers. What on earth are they doing? Frontliners. But the other thing is that if you make a frontliner, a researcher, say, on 28,000 a year, if RTE were to make one of them redundant and abandon the the role, that person would get something like six, depending on the number of years they've been there, the number of years multiplied by two weeks' salary. At the very outside, it might come to, say, 20,000 if the person was very lucky. The question has to be asked, how did this come to 200,000 if it was 200,000? Um, some of the texts, Artie's in the red and they paid somebody 450,000 goodbye money and then they were in looking for a handout while they were paying out this money. Um, Pat, firstly, it's a bit rich of the government to be complaining about RT not re- revealing financial deals. Secondly, RT is just following the over-regulated employment law that this government brought in. I'm not sure where that person is coming from. Uh, David, What what is your take on the whole uh, business? Uh, you know, Rory Coveney made redundant effectively or his position made redundant and the, 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 the payment then calculated by a particular formula which would apply to everyone. But if it's based on your annual pay, you know, it's going to be far bigger than someone on much lower pay. 
Well, presumably, Rory, uh, Coveney had a contract, and the contract had to be honoured in some shape or form. And I agree with what with Backhurst's analysis yesterday that if he had contested the end of his tenure with RTE and gone to the WRC, he would have got probably a great deal more. Uh, I mean, the um, it would have also been embarrassing for RTE, and it wouldn't uh, probably wouldn't have done Rory Coveney any good to have the whole thing hashed out in public. Mm. But I think I think the most elegant solution, and as you suggest, Pat, the one that would have been followed in the private sector is if you're if you're reorgan- re- reorganizing your top team, you're going to have to pay people off, uh, and I think it's 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 a credible solution. Uh, to say, to say as a credible explanation, to say that look, Rory Coveney's role as director of corporate affairs or whatever it was is now being suppressed and is being done by Adrian Lynch. Um, I, you know, I mean, if you contrast that uh, with the Brido O'Keefe situation where she was immediately replaced and there was no saving, uh, I, I mean, there wasn't even a, a, a fig leaf to. Uh, now, th- uh, there's something else that uh, appears to be going on. I mean, they're putting pressure on Kevin Backhurst. Kevin Backhurst doesn't need this at all. He's a highly qualified man with a very distinguished career. Uh, and, I mean, he if they're going to pressure him into going, first of all, they'll have to negotiate a package if they want him to go. And that'll be interesting in itself. But secondly, then they would have a competition to replace him. And given the mess they made of the last competition where Dave McRedmond's name was uh, dragged into the whole thing, a leaky board, which is what Sheen Nirahala was presiding over, um, you know, the mess only gets worse. Well, Kevin Backhurst does have uh, quite a strong hand to play. Um, but he is effectively at the mercy uh, of the politicians because uh, as long as he is supported by you know, significant ministers and indeed his own line minister, Catherine Martin, that's fine. But if something horrible tumbles out of the cupboard uh, and suddenly that support begins to wane, well, you know, He'd find himself in a very difficult position. And, you know, in an election year, if the pressure grows, the politicians won't worry too much about the difficulty in which they're placing RTE if they make uh, their the director general's position uh, impossible. Uh, they'll worry about that down the line. So I think that, uh, you know, it's, um, as I say, there's an election on the horizon and um, RTE is very much in people's centre stage. So, I mean, we'll just have to wait and, from Be- Kevin Backer's point of view, hope that uh, there isn't a- anything nasty in the woodshed that's right. to come out again. Um, I, I suspect this is a wonderful exercise in deflection. They're arguing over this package, uh, this generous package to Rory Coveney and the even more uh, outlandish package paid to Breda O'Keefe while they signed off on another half billion last week quietly for the Children's Hospital. I mean, talk about deflection. We should be really talking about that, as well as talking about RT, but we should be asking the questions about all the politicians, all the ministers for health, all the governments along the way that caused this debacle, which will turn out to be a wonderful hospital, albeit in the wrong place, but at what cost? So, deflection, how are you? Terry? I don't know that government is as sophisticated as you suggest. Oh, it is. And it that is. this is how a many how plan. many press releases have you seen on a late Friday afternoon? <laughs> well, that is certainly true. I do to go back to the point about Kevin Backhurst. I believe that Kevin Backhurst should have been made Director General when D Forbes was, and that we wouldn't be here if that was the situation. I think that he has the best possibility 
of fixing the situation and I am worried that the structure of our Iraqis committees and the performative nature, the showboating that goes on just might make him say, listen, I can't actually get on with this job. I'm going. David, is that a, a likely or possible, it's a possible consequence for sure, likely well, at the I end know, of the day? I, I, I know Kevin Backhurst and he's absolutely up for the fight in RTE. I would be astonished if he voluntarily uh, uh, called it quits. Astonished. All right. David Davenpower, thank you very much. Terry Prone, uh, thank you also. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.